Hello there and welcome to your GT Replay for Friday, August 13th, 2021. GT Replay is a Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast where we break down the latest in gaming news for you, hosted by the Good Night Groofs, a place for games and a place for goofs. We're still, we're workshopping the slogan, but I am Paul on this beautiful Friday and I am joined here by Matt as always. How are you doing today, Matt? Paul, I'm doing great. I'm feeling really good about today. And I got to say, you have that intro down. We've done this like 30 times now, so but <laughs> but, but you really have that intro down. I've really got it now if we change it. I, it was, at first, it was just me totally uh, ad-libbing it. Yeah. And then now I've kind of gotten to the point where it's the same every time and just pick it right up. I like it. It's great. I do have a, a Friday soda effect if you'd like to hear it. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. So I, I saw this one last week, uh, but I... I opted not to go with it, but I, I, I do want to go with it now. So, and, and it's because I just, I, I just drank a coffee a couple hours Me ago. Too. Usually not, usually not a uh, afternoon coffee guy, but I did today. Coca-Cola yeah. in the eighties, they tried to, to replace the morning coffee. They had a campaign that they called Coke in the morning. Okay. Yep. And, uh, they tried to replace the, the morning coffee. And honestly, before I was a, really a coffee drinker a few years ago, I would do a Diet Coke some mornings, yep. and that would be my thing. Much happier to be a coffee person now. We, I had a coworker uh, when I was working retail. He would get like a two liter of coke. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say Oh, if you're, if you're listening to the audio version, I almost just spilled out my drink. So, <laughs> Kudos to the, the GG Replay mug for keeping it together. Oh, my God. Uh, I got a two liter of Coca-Cola every morning. I want to say coffee, but then I said... Um, and uh, he would just <laughs> he would just work on that thing all day. Uh, and uh, from the morning, like, didn't no matter when the shift started, we'd start at, like, 9 a.m. or whenever. He would just, like, start the Coke, and he would just work through it. And if he finished it, he'd go get another one. That's disgusting. And uh, it was nasty. And he was, like, he was like 40, and he was just, like, rail thin. What? And just, like, all, he barely ate. He just drank Coca-Cola all day long, like a two-liter. And, uh, oh, yeah, God. so that That's was... so weird. Um, so some people do that. I know some people also, like, will do energy drinks in the morning and stuff. I, I yeah. at this point, I limited myself. I Because I, I like the coffee ritual, like we talked about before, so... Um, I limit myself to energy drinks more in the evening, uh, just as an alternative to coffee, because I find they're not as powerful on me. Like, they don't last for, like, six hours like coffee does, where I'm up all night long. So. Right, right. Yeah. And one last thing, just just interesting note on your point about the, the morning co uh, Coca-Cola. I really think it reminds me, just these companies, these soda companies getting too big for their britches. It's just like... Yeah. What's Clements with the, with, the, with the hot Dr. Pepper, boiling Dr. Pepper, trying to replace tea. Uh, in the winters, they so like really need doctor... to just stay in their lane. You know, they're like Dr. Pepper sales are down in the winter. We're gonna make hot Dr. Pepper a thing, and then Coke's like, you know what? You know, not enough people buy Coke in the mornings. We have stats for it, so why don't we try to make that? Honestly, I'm I'm kind of surprised it didn't take off. That that seems like a like a pretty legitimately good, uh, you know, the '80s in America, Coca Cola. Like, I mean, like maybe New Coke kind of threw off their whole jam a little bit, but Coke in the morning really feels like it should have become. The American zeitgeist to this point, like you wake I think up, it a, did for a lot of people. Like my father-in-law, yeah. diet coke every morning. He used to. He, he doesn't anymore. But he used to. I'm imagining like you have like your 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 eggs. You have like maybe even have a coffee, and then you're like you also build a coffee and an orange juice. Imagine like coffee and a, co a diet coke. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's, it's I and I did it for maybe like I don't know, like four or five months, and 
Then I just started to feel weird about drinking soda in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, I stopped. There's just, yeah, there's just something about it. Like, right, you just feel like this feels wrong. This feels dirty. Yeah. This is a gaming podcast, GG Replay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, every Friday, just as a reminder, we do like to have a little bit of fun, talk about something off topic. And usually we talk about uh, soda has been the thing we've been doing here. And uh, there's enough to talk about for soda for a while. Now we're going to move into some gaming stories here, talk about the latest uh, at the end of the week here in gaming. Uh, first off, just want to let you know that if you come across any necessary corrections, we're not perfect, you know. Uh, if you come across any necessary corrections in today's episode, send them over to ggreplayshow at gmail.com or head down to the YouTube comments below. We can address them in the next episode. We love having feedback, especially when we get stuff wrong, because it's good to make sure we have everything correct and, and have that set. So good to know. Now we got to move right in, because we have so much to talk about today. And yeah. one of the first things is we have four games for the reviews are in. The reviews are in, Matt. We have four games four. Uh, where the reviews came out for. More than three, less than five. <laughs> that is the definition. And all indies, um, all of varying quality, but all very interesting to both of us. So the first one is Foreclosed. This one got a 61 on Open Critic, and that's out today. Pretty interesting. Uh, it's kind of like a cyberpunk comic game. It reminds me a lot, Matt. I don't know if you ever watched uh, the MTV Spider-Man cartoon show in like the early 2000s. No. And it looked kind of like a video game. Like it was like they were working with like okay. a really CG. And it looked like this. And uh, it reminds me so much of that. The style. So like the vibe I'm getting from seeing reviews and stuff, the style was really cool. Um, and like the characters seem kind of interesting in the world. But, but ultimately... The actual stealth combat or like the actual gameplay was super lacking and the story too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got even just from the trailer. Like it looked yeah. like it was trying to do something cool, but the actual gameplay just didn't look quite right. Yeah. So, you know, an honorable attempt, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. A good uh, first step. Clearly they're good at something. They're good at world building. Maybe not world building, but like creating a cool aesthetic. So maybe yeah. they can take that. And, it's a cool idea. Something else. Like it a is, cyberpunk yeah. comic book game. Like a, yeah. it, it looks just, neat from the The, the, the idea like, yeah. The, the, I guess the other thing too is like this idea that his like identity, the main character's identity was like foreclosed upon, which is like a kind of a funny terminate, like a term to use yeah. foreclosed in that scenario. I don't, I, like I get that it's supposed to be like a weird cyberpunk dystopia, but like I feel like there's other terms, but anyway. Uh, maybe think of like a real estate. Yeah, thing. when I saw the title <laughs> of the game, I'm like, is this like some sort of real estate sim? A house where selling you're, sim, yeah. yeah. Where you're a bank and you're foreclosing everyone. You know what be an interesting idea is like for like a power wash simulator or something kind of game is um, a game where you have to like, you're a real estate agent, you have to get a house like staged and ready for it to sell. And so you have to like go around and like clean Ooh. everything up and then the neighbors come over and anyway. So there has that. to be a real estate sim. Like that has to exist, Definitely. right? Uh, right, that seems right to me. Look, gotta look it up after that if anyone knows of any good real estate sim games let us know uh, in the comments yeah so shoot us an email we're really interested gg replay well, there's, show, there's house flipper which sort of it's along well, there's those that lines. horrible one that everyone memes on like uh on reddit that one um what's that one Ho homescapes housescapes and it's got that creepy guy and all the it's always like an iphone ads <laughs> I haven't heard and it's of like one. this it's this creepy guy and you like click around the house like oh look the plant's on fire better put that out and he's like good job <laughs> <laughs> so yeah something like that Speaking of fire, um, there's another game. Next game, Fire Tonight. Uh, this one got a 74 in Open Critic. This one looks pretty solid. Uh, it's kind of like a narrative adventure game. It's got kind of like a 2D, two, like like a depth kind of perspective. 
it's interesting. It looks like the house, like the town is on fire and you're trying to like yeah. interact with trying to like interact with your friend or I mean, I, I, had, I had trouble exact. This was the one I couldn't quite nail down what was supposed to be happening in the game. Right. Yeah. I couldn't quite nail down the gameplay in the trailer. This was this was mm. one that when I was watching it, I was like, "This looks like something that Paul might be sort of into." Yeah, I it might be kind of like not a, so much, but you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it felt like it was missing um, voice acting. Yeah, I, I thought I thought so too. It reminded me of a game, and I'm blanking on it now. That was like you walk around like an island with an abandoned theme park on it or abandoned camp, but I can't really. Oh, that sounds cool. It's cool. You played it, and I can oxen free. Oh, yeah, 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 Oxenfree. It, yeah, it, yeah. it reminded me a bit, like, the visual style kind of reminded me of Oxenfree, and it made me think of that, and I was like, hmm, I wonder. Like, was that hmm. an abandoned amusement park? I barely remember. It may game. not be. I, I think that may have been part of it. I can't quite remember. It was like uh, it was like an island where they used to go, and it used to have, like, attractions. I know it was, like, a camping. Okay. It was cool. I'd like to try playing that again. That was something I felt like. It has a sequel uh, coming soon. Does it really? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll get back on it. It's on Game Pass. It's on a lot of stuff, too. I think I have it on, on mobile um but yeah looks pretty cool now here's a game matt and i both thought was really exciting yes. black book um this is an rpg adventure card game we've seen a few games coming out like this over the last few years it's becoming more and more popular with genre um this got an 80 on open critic which is great that's also out now um this game looks so cool um nice. you're basically like a witch in the 1800s and you have to like save your beloved with your grandfather and you're doing magic and you're it's you know it's one of those classic like you you're an RP, a turn-based card style rpg game yeah um, but there's like choices seem to matter there's like a morality system to doing nice things like you can go around and like do positive stuff or do evil witchy stuff or something <laughs> it looks very cool this looks really cool paul and in the first thing when i was watching this the first thing i thought it was Thronebreaker, the witcher tales a lot like that. And it, that's, for anyone who's not aware, that's like the single-player Gwent uh, Witcher game. And it's yeah. it's very similar to this. And what's also crazy is I think this Black Book game is also based on Slavic Tales as well, which yeah. is which is really cool. But it, it looks... So maybe that's just my thing. <laughs> maybe I'm just maybe. into that like aesthetic and that style. And, I think uh, that's cool, though. Uh, by the way, question. Uh, I haven't played Thronebreaker, but I keep seeing it on Game Pass. It looks really interesting to me, but I was kind of turned off by the card-based stuff because I wasn't, like, crazy about mm. Gwen. But, like, I'm not, like, I, I don't mind playing, like, something like this, like a turn-based card uh, game. Is the story and, like, the game cool enough that, that like, that I'd be, I could get into the card stuff? In Thronebreaker? Yeah, in Thronebreaker. I haven't played Thronebreaker. Is it really? Okay, I didn't know if you'd played Thronebreaker or not. No, okay, I've, well, I've, I might give it a try then. I've played Gwent in Witcher 3, and I've played Gwent standalone, but I have not played Thronebreaker. Gotcha. Okay, well, I'll give it a try, maybe, because it does look pretty cool. I imagine the um, story's good, though. I mean, it's based on Witcher stuff, and I, I think those yeah. stories are really good, so... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and finally, moving on to something that actually looked pretty cool. Um, Greek, uh, spelled G-R-E-A-K, Greek Memories of Azure. And this is a 2D action platformer. Uh, got 72. Uh, and that one's out Tuesday, so that's coming soon. Um, <laughs> Matt, I like your observation you wrote here. It looks like Ori meets Hollow Knight. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I get that a lot. It does feel like a like a tighter game, like Hollow Knight, where you're you're kind of walking around. It looks like you have like this, the thing where you can switch between three different characters or several characters. And certain ones of them puzzle open different areas of the of the game. They all have different specials. Some are magic, some are sword. Uh, it, it looks pretty cool. It definitely has that kind of magical feeling to it. But yeah, the, the graphics look pretty cool. The way, like the glowing effects and things to jumping around and using your different power-ups and stuff looks pretty cool. So yeah, it, it looks like a fun game. Probably not something I'd pick up over. Like I still have to get through Ori and Hollow Knight and a bunch of other stuff before I probably would even get to something like this. But 
either this game actually looks better than most games like it or i'm just in a really good mood because i actually thought that this looked kind of kind of cool I, I do think the look looks really cool yeah i really like the the graphics on it again I, i'm not sure if i'd like play, i'd go it. buy this game but you know mm -hmm. if it's if it were on game pass maybe right uh, you know Sorry, I have the uh, subscription. Maybe check it out. There you go. By the way, fun thing. Speaking of Game Pass, before we move oh, into the yes. big stories of the day, um, two things. A, Hades is on Game Pass yes. today, which I'm fucking excited for. I haven't actually gotten down to play it yet, but I'm, I think that's going to be a tonight thing. I'm really, really excited. I got the weekend to go. I'm excited for play you. Some Hades. I'm pretty excited because, like I said on uh, Game Grooves that we recorded last night, out uh, today actually for Patreon for patrons, but uh, or Sunday coming up for you guys. Uh, I played Curse of the Dead Gods this week and uh, got me kind of pri uh, primed for Hades, so I'm pretty excited on that. Uh, other thing I was going to say, though, um, that game I was actually saying looked pretty cool on Switch, uh, the Switch Indie uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. Yeah. That is actually on Game Pass right now. Uh, and I started kind of messing around in that one today, and it is weird. It really does start out totally like a dating sim, and then I think it becomes a dungeon thing. That's it's funny. like, oh, it's like you go visit your cousin, uh, and then your cousin's like, oh, you know, you haven't dated anyone in like forever. Like, we should go out and like help you hit the town. The way everyone's meeting these days are in dungeons, like real life dungeons. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, it's really funny. It seems really weird and, and funny. Like, hey, can you turn to a sword? No, it's okay. Like, not everyone can. <laughs> like, okay. Um, so, anyway, that's, that's pretty exciting. So, some cool stuff. Lots of, I mean, this is just the summer, the summer of indies, man. It's just indie city, and I love it. There's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. I was just going to say, I love that we're in a time right now where you just get all these awesome indie games. Like there's there's yeah. so much stuff that I wouldn't even want to play, but people are super into, and yeah. I just love that there's so much out there now. Yeah, Great. there's a niche for everything. It's so amazing. It's awesome. So talking about big stuff, big mm -hmm. news of the day, we gotta talk about it. GTA Remastered Trilogy. We talked about this, I think, just on Wednesday or, or Monday. One of the oh, this week, definitely, we've talked about it. It's actually happening. Happening. Ball. Uh, so we have rumors this is happening. We're we're pretty we're pretty down on this uh, being a thing. Uh, and rumors are even saying it might be coming this fall, which is, that's crazy. So we did, actually, so Monday we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kotaku sources told them that it could be a remastered bundle for GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, which is what we were kind of thinking was going to be the remaster um, for October or November, possibly. Yeah. Um, and the big thing they're talking about, which this is, I think, something crazy to interesting. Yeah. The remaster trilogy also being on Switch and Mobile um wah, which wah. is yeah. yeah so a lot of people are thinking now here's the thing they say remaster but remaster remake these can mean a whole lot of things um you know it's a lot of marketing sometimes or how they're going to frame things but here's something the rumors saying here's what we know they're they're remaking this in unreal engine um is what i was reading yeah um which is kind of interesting because because ea has rage sitting right there they could remake stuff in rage you mean rockstar. Or not EA, sorry rockstar rockstar yes rockstar has rage right there yeah um at their and now but the other thing is that the the, the rumor or the thought is that rockstar dundee might be making this game um and they were a recent oh. acquisition in 2020 okay and so a lot of people think that rockstar dundee who has worked on the crackdown games in the past and uh some connect games like not a ton of stuff they might be more familiar with playing with working with unreal engine and you know it might be good to train them on rage but at the same time it might be a better time uh, or so also for cost cutting maybe it might make sense to use unreal if they want to get this game out quicker it, it really depends I mean, this is all just kind of rumor-based stuff, but uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting to look at the inside baseball a little bit and, and wonder, but at the end of the day, if it's coming out on Switch and Mobile, that really hinders what we're imagining the 
capacity for this remaster could be. Yes. So, Paul, on Monday, when we were first talking about the possibility of this, I said that I think that this is very unlikely because it would be such a big undertaking. Well, now the fact that it's going to be on Switch and mobile tells me that, okay, well, it's actually not going to be the full remaster that I was was imagining that would have been a big undertaking. It's probably just, you know, a new coat of paint, not really changing much. And that's what it's probably going to be, unfortunately. There are some good-looking games on mobile, but I don't anticipate this being anything nuts. Like, it's probably just going to be better character models, more detailed environments. Yeah. But is that... If it can run on Switch and mobile, I mean, that's going to hold it back, right? I mean, it's not going to be what what I would have wanted. I'm not super excited about this when i first saw it i was like okay this is really cool you know yeah i haven't played gta 3 like since it came out i never really played much of vice city at all played little of san andreas so i would have loved to have you know had a full remaster bordering on remake Mm -hmm. for these games that i could enjoy on on my ps5 but now like (laughs) okay i mean is it gonna look like a ps3 game i mean it's it's on switch Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that, and I think you're also seeing the like, gameplay aspects too. People wondering it's the classic no changes versus changes thing. A lot of people saying that that you know the gunplay and a lot of the gameplay, especially in three, but even in Vice City and San Andreas, is pretty god awful. Did not age well. It's really hard to actually enjoy the game in. Yeah, um, I mean GTA three basically mm-hmm. created open world games. Yeah, so... GTA three is the first of its kind in doing this, and and, and yeah, it's extremely dated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's a lot of people saying, hey, if it's not janky and terrible and kind of shitty, then it, is it, it's not even really like the same experience of playing the game. And so it's not going to feel like the game anymore. And, uh, you know, and it's like, how much can you change without remaking the game? And then how long can that take? They don't have they're not you know, that's not how long they're doing it. So, you know, a lot. Paul, this when I when I saw the mobile and switch thing, I felt like this this really just feels like more of a cash grab than anything else, which is disappointing. Yep. Like. I mean, that I just guess, feels like kind of like Rockstar. I right guess now, Rockstar's right? going that route, right? They this is not what Rockstar used to be, but since GTA yep. Online had huge success, this is sort of what they've become. You know, Red Dead Two was a great game, but that was in yep. development since before GTA Online exploded. So yeah, it's kind of disappointing, Paul. I don't know yep. where Rockstar is going to go after this. I, I yep. don't. I don't see. I people seem to be excited about this. I don't really understand why. I don't know if they understand that it's going to mobile and switch. So uh, there are people, and I've seen this, apparently playing on PC right now or being able to get like a stable, very workable version of Vice City or San Andreas is actually kind of hard. Apparently they're a little glitchy and, and things like that. So a lot of people are like, hey, listen, yeah, it'd be cool to get a remaster, but I just want to play the game. So I'm like, I just love, would love like to have a stable release that was easy to just turn on and play. That's fair. And it's like, okay, fair. Like if you're true, true blue fl- fans and you've been playing for, you know, 20 years and you want to just go back and play those old games and you don't really and you're like ah yeah it'd be cool to have it but if not then whatever then yeah this might be for you you know to have a stable release another thing i saw was a lot of people saying that they're disappointed that grand theft auto 4 isn't getting love because you know that's kind of the the redheaded stepchild of of gta uh and a lot of people are saying there's not really a good way to play it or buy it on any systems and it's kind of like left behind it's in this awkward place between like newer gen graphics but kind of like old school and it would be the easier easiest thing to kind of remaster and be able to put out but rockstar is kind of like forget that one happened i think as far as like story goes gta 4 is actually probably the most compelling yeah i agree 
And because you were you were mentioning the PC port, because Rockstar hates PC so much, of course, the PC and mobile versions are coming next year. They won't be coming out at the same time. Of course, Rockstar can never release a PC port at the same time. Of course not. And that's probably on purpose, right? To get that updated fanfare later on and have like a re-release. And oh, yeah. So they can sell it twice. Totally. It's like, oh, I'd rather get it on PC, but I want to play it now. So I'll get it on Xbox. And then when it comes on PC, I'll get it again. It's like, great. Absolutely. Cool, yeah. Great, uh, great moves. Also, same sources are saying that Red Dead Redemption Remaster is likely if this does well. Sure, why the heck not? I, I just don't think, who cares? Uh, it's going to look the same. I saw some people saying on like uh, Xbox Series X right now, apparently uh, Red Dead Redemption, you can play in native 4K already. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, unless they actually bother to do a full remaster, I'm kind of wondering, like, is it worth it? Like, I feel like it's right. not even that old. It's not like it's more like GTA 4 than it is any of these other games. It's not that old. Um, yeah, I, I would be excited about this if I didn't think that they'd also be putting this on mobile. So that's what I feel like. I uh-huh. just feel like it's not. It's more just making it accessible to everyone. So Cause I like, don't know. I've said before, but I I didn't I didn't love Red Dead uh, 1. And I would love to give it another chance, but it is, it, it feels a little outdated going back now. Yep. Um, I actually tried to play it again right before Red Dead 2 came out, and I was like, eh, I'll just wait for Red Dead 2 and just play that. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I remember trying to play it in like 2018 or something, and it didn't super, it just felt a little dated in some of the gameplay, but, you know, yeah. maybe I'm just a snob, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's move on to talk about the biggest disappointment of the week on Game Groups. We have a little segment called Peak of the Week. Talk about the best thing that happened in the week. Today, we're talking about the worst thing that happened in the week, and that the Valley is of the Week. That the Valley of the Week, Peaks and Valleys. This is Blue Box Game Studios. We love talking about them on here because it's uh, always intriguing. Well, we already talked earlier in the week that they delayed. Uh, their teaser on their, uh, what would you call it, real-time experience app yes. that's meant to be like a, a fake version of PT uh, from 20, <laughs> 2014 or so. Uh, the teaser trailer scuffed has finally... PT. Yeah, it is finally uh, went live today, and Scuffed PT is not even uh, even close in the ballpark uh, of what this was. No. Uh, this was delayed two months for localization issues first and then for a graphical glitch quote unquote yep. uh at this point it uh guess what it was a three second fucking video uh <laughs> it was on their twitter uh already a couple days ago yeah. uh, a lot of people thought maybe that was a tease of the tease nope it was the whole thing yeah if you uh, saw the tweet the day that it was originally supposed to release congratulations you actually already saw it so you no need to yep. download the app the five yep. plus gigabyte app by the way it's worse than we thought it was uh we we predicted on game groups yesterday that we thought that this was going to be maybe like a few, you know, 30 seconds, a lot of text on the screen, some mo- nothing. It's three seconds. Uh, it's a dude <laughs> it's, walking well, and you can't see him. It may as well be a really? picture. So uh, pretty pointless. No dual sense features. Hilarious. Why well, don't even know why you'd say that. Dual sense, not even close. There's no dual sense features on a three second video. There's no rumble. <laughs> they And they also, they went back and deleted all the tweets. Um, yeah. So it's like, oh, you're not getting this for free anymore. Now that we've revealed this is the big thing, we got to We had to get the app. Well, no, that I, that's still up. But they they okay. deleted the tweets that were talking about the issues that they oh, had over the last three days because they didn't happen. Of course, yeah, yeah. Because Hassan, Hassan Karaman does not understand that the internet is is uh, is permanent. That the internet is, yes. that the internet continues. He doesn't he's apparently. D- it's really he's, weird. He's DMing. He doesn't think anyone can screenshot things. It's like, oh, delete the tweets. They're gone forever. People DM him, and and he lies in the DMs. Oh, it doesn't matter. They're DMs. No one's gonna screenshot those. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Paul, I don't. Uh, I don't believe that this teaser is in real time. 
I don't believe it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, there's there. It's not. It's not doing anything to make me nope. think it is. Like nope. there's. Nope. It. It just looks like a three second video. There's. There's. There, there's no even point. if it. Even if it were in real time, it wouldn't be impressive in any way. So I don't know why they would even bother right. making it that way. Uh, it's really depressing, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, so I think we've come to the conclusion at this point: this is a full-on sham. Yeah, totally. full-on scam. Uh, I think we're we have some good. If you want to listen to like all of our thoughts on it, uh, we did uh, on Game Grooves talk about that a little bit. Uh, this week, so that's coming up on Sunday, or if you donate on Patreon for $3 plus, it's uh, today you can listen to that. And uh, yeah, we went into some of our, our, our theories, but needless to say, at the end of the day, regardless of what brought them here, uh, this is just, a, this is a sham. Uh, it's not what it's proposing to be at all, but you know, I guess kudos to them. Bad publicity is better than no publicity, I guess. Was there, was there logic, maybe? Part of that game group's discussion is actually now already outdated a day later <laughs> because yeah. we were making some of it was making predictions as to whether or not we would see this before the end of the month. Did we all say yes? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I we all sure, I think yeah. we all said yes, but that it would be actually, short. I, said, I wish it was. I wish it actually was pushed back because I wanted the story to continue. Oh, true, true, insanity, true. Okay. But but it did not. Yeah, no. This is at this point like this is a complete joke, yeah. and I hope that no one covers this anymore. Because yeah, it, it doesn't deserve um, anyone's time. And mm -hmm. this has been a complete... A, com, a complete... Lies. Lying. The, it, Blue yeah. Box Game Studios and Hassan have been lying to everyone. So, yeah. yeah. And hopefully people remember this. This is the kind of thing that is really nasty. Honestly, in the industry, it's fun to joke about. But it is kind of shitty just to, just to lie and get everyone's hopes up and, and tease all these things. And it's just a nasty way to treat potential customers. So... I think we're all going to be remembering Hassan and the team there at Blue Box Studios uh, next time they ever try to pitch something, and we'll see how that goes. And let uh, me reiterate one yep. more time. I don't feel bad for Hassan. He, no. he created this. Mm -hmm. He created this mess. Yep. Completely. All right. In the vein of not giving any more press, let's move on. We're talking about Stalker 2 running on the Unreal 5 engine. This Unreal Engine 5. This is really cool. So we have not we have not seen we've seen a lot of really cool uh, early renders and, and really cool uh, trailers showing off how Unreal Engine 5 looks. It looks unbelievably cool. And I think I think this means Stalker 2 is going to be the first Unreal Engine 5 game, right? That's what that's what I was thinking. So, yep, probably the first one released unless the unless the Fortnite update happens before that. Yeah, which is Freaking crazy. Uh, even the idea that Fortnite is going to run on an Unreal Engine. I mean, obviously, it's going to look <laughs> stylized still. It's not going to, like, change. It's not going to become, like, a realistic uh, thing or anything. But uh, I'm pretty excited even then. It's just so cool to see that. Also worth noting, uh, like you were mentioning, Matt, that uh, the Hell the next Hellblade game yep. uh, will also be in Unreal Engine 5. But, I mean, that's probably going to still a little ways off. Right? I think that's the only other one that we know for sure is so in cool. UE5 right now. And... Yeah, that is really cool. I mean, the the first Hellblade game looks incredible, and so I'm mm -hmm. I'm sure that this one's going to look amazing on UE5. They're going to push the limits of it uh, to what to whatever level they can technologically right now. Unfortunately, it won't be on PlayStation because now yeah, yeah, yeah. they are owned by Microsoft. Daddy but Microsoft. Stalker Two looks really cool. I never played yeah. the original. I've I'd always been interested, but I never played it. I know it had a really big modding community, which was always yeah. interesting to me. Stalker Two, though, the stuff from uh, this this past summer looked really cool. Paul, I'm really interested yeah, in this. It does. 
It looks really cool. I'm excited to check it out. It's definitely um, a franchise that I have not followed too much in the past, but it does seem like it's going to be cool. And I'll definitely be checking just in for that Unreal Engine 5 stuff for sure. Now, here's an idea. What if uh, the GTA remakes come out and they're running on Unreal Engine 5? Now, that would be... <laughs> and, yeah, they still, UE5 and they still look like and they still look like how they used to look. That's what? how they get around yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I guess they'll be on UE four and I think I think that's be if they are using Unreal Engine. Yeah. That's that again, seems that's weird to me. If they were built in so Rage, weird. I yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't do, quite do whatever that. you want, Rockstar. Do what you gotta do, I guess. And the other thing is too, maybe switch and and uh, a lot of people were saying maybe switch and mobile won't be able to handle things built in Rage. Like it might require more work oh. to like scale those differently. Okay. Maybe they're not really meant for stuff. Like they weren't really intending Rage to be used in those scenarios. So since you know there usually aren't very many Rockstar games on uh, Switch at this point. Paul, as the new spokesperson for Parsec on Unity, I do have to push Unity as an alternative to Unreal Engine right now course naturally and as the new spokesperson for valve steam deck i just got to say i'm sure the game would run beautifully on there uh <laughs> all right uh let's move on a little bit talking about games that won't run on playstation because uh microsoft bought them let's talk about something that is probably going to run on playstation multiple twitter leakers are reporting that a new from software game not elden ring uh exclusive for ps5 uh, is coming now do we think i mean right off the bat bloodborne people i think the leaker said specifically this is not Bloodborne 2. I think that is more exciting. I think that's really interesting that it's going to be something different. Although, here's the thing, though. Is it ever that different? Yeah. Uh, and he did I say this would be another Souls-like. So it's, yeah. it's like, can we... Can you do something? I know it works. I know this method works for you guys. But let's yeah. maybe do something different. I guess maybe it's just not for us. Like, I guess you and I just aren't really the Souls-like people. Because, like, as I've seen, I'm like, oh, they're just making the same game and adding little things. But people are like, that's the whole point when you look at, like, Demon Souls and you move all the way up through the game. You games. know what? That's that's You really fair, see Paul. they get iterative. They get better. They're changing things. They're tweaking this formula to make, like, this perfect version of Souls-like. And it, and it evolves over time. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate that. Like, obviously, I'm just, like, a pleb and I don't get it. But I, I think it's really exciting because I know anytime From Software announces anything at this point, people are like, Hook it to my veins, so like obviously that's fair. Something I'm just yeah. I mean, just missing out. You know on. what? I don't. I don't need every developer to be making games for me. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like at this point, I've just accept, accepted that From Software is not making games for me. After the Elden Ring reveal, and I was like, you know what? I thought this was gonna be really cool, and it turns out to be another Souls like. And I'm just like, eh. I, I, clearly, this is what they make, and it's just not for me. So that, that's fine. People love that shit, Paul. They really do love it. I know. I'd love to. Maybe I should just try again. I just. <laughs> I need to put one of them on Game Pass. So I, I guess play. what I, really, it, I don't want to have to buy any of them and, and then waste my money on something that I'm not going to play. But I think people, Dark Souls Three is probably the one that people recommend most for a beginner. Yeah. Or Bloodborne. I've seen people say it's pretty uh, user like opening friendly for noobs. <sighs> Wasn't for me, but I know, I know. <laughs> but give it a give it a shot if you'd like. Maybe I will. Yeah, maybe I'll get the PS4 out for that. All right, moving on to a, a game that has an interesting legacy, I think, so far. Control has surpassed 10 million units sold. This is a pretty big number. Mm -hmm. uh, now, here's here it you is. wrote units sold, but I actually remember reading an article that said 10 million uh, players. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that... Is that the way... Not to, like, <laughs> mid-show, but I'm like... I feel like I, I thought it said, like, a 10 million person player base. Uh, I wonder if this was... Because I was wondering, because this is on Game Pass and Epic. 
uh, game store for free at one point too. And I'm wondering, yeah, it has attracted 10 million players is the, is the thing I'm seeing. On what everything. is this article on? Uh, IGN says control passes 10 million players. And then all the other ones say 10 million players. Okay. That's weird. So anyway, just something interesting. I think it's worth that. That specific wording is interesting to wonder because they came out with it for free on Epic at one point and it is, oh, in, uh, and okay. it's, uh, and it was on game pass for a time as well. True. And so that makes me wonder when they say 10 million players, does that mean 10 million people has been reached or 10 million units sold? Cause I think that is an interesting distinction to make. Cause that makes a big difference. That I think, I think you got it there. I think that's it. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, very interesting wording uh, that they that they used uh, for 10 million players." I wonder how I they're that counting that. Today. Like, are they counting every? They they can't be counting Installs? every person who claimed the game on Epic, right? It has I to be people who like be... logged into the game. Yeah, I th I think that would be what I would say. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're counting it. So pretty interesting. Um, also worth noting, uh, because of the success of Control, which, you know, is a pretty cool game, we're seeing Remedy say now that a bigger budget Control game is in the conceptual phase of pre-production. We're talking, like, from what I've seen, uh, uh, from what the sound of it is, like a much bigger, uh, more ambitious kind of game for Control, which is pretty cool for Remedy to take that on and get a little bit bigger, because, you know, often their games are kind of self-contained. It'd be cool to see it get a little bit more open or, or wide. Um, also interesting to note, I, I know people, people, some people were saying that um, one of the issues that they had with Remedy and, and Control was 505 Games as a publisher is kind yeah. of like a shitty publisher. And apparently 505 is actually not uh, pub, uh, publishing their next game. Apparently Epic uh, may be publishing their next game, which is also interesting possibility. We did report um, like last month. Well, not, I mean, we didn't report. We reported yeah. the news to other yeah, people yeah, from yeah. other yes, reports. Yes. You know what I'm saying. But yeah, we talked they, about it. they uh, they did strike some sort of publishing deal with 505 for other control games. I think they yes. just have a number of like two or three control, different control games in the works. They're really yes. going all in on this world. Oh yeah, they had that one that was like a, a multiplayer one too, like um, a Left 4 yes, Dead type thing. Yes, that was strange. And then yeah, some people are saying that Epic might be producing this one or publishing this one, which would okay. be interesting. Also, then we might be dealing with like Epic Store exclusives, which you know a lot of people don't love. So uh, who knows? It's uh, it's kind of a little up in the air, but interesting to see more control. I mean, it seems like some cool game mechanics. I tried it, didn't get super into it. I'm, I'd like to try it again, though. To be honest, I feel like I, what I really need to do is go back and play Quantum Break, but yeah, uh, one, one day I'll get there. You know, control <laughs> is a really cool idea for a video game, mm -hmm. but I will always say that I think it really benefited from coming out in a very weak year for video games. I think that makes a lot of sense. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. I mean, they have these... Two or three other projects in the works. If those have a lot of success, then maybe Control really was uh, was a big bigger deal than I give it credit for. We'll have to see. That's fair. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it's cool when you have like an interesting gameplay style like that. I think the other thing that made Control really popular was RTX. Um, it kind of came out with uh, RTX. It came out right as RTX cards were coming out, okay. and then they were really showing it off as like a as like a, a presentation of how good RTX lighting graphics can be and how like the you know the hands of god and all that kind of stuff so they were really showing that off and i feel like that was really popular a lot of people were getting control just to show it's like crisis style to show off like how the cool the lighting effects can look on their systems and the game uh, ran and poorly the, so and it ran poorly <laughs> partly due to these issues uh yeah. i always see that people are showing off when i was watching the, some of the steam deck videos they were like hey let's here's control playing on it and uh it's okay it runs on medium it's okay and that's pretty good because controls hard to play uh hard to run yeah um yeah so interesting uh it sounds like they're really maybe i feel like remedy has found something that they seem to think is a staying power uh and they're gonna milk it uh not sure how i feel about that but we'll have to see 
I wish they would stay, you know, a little bit more smaller scale, like they like with Me their too. old Alan Wake games and exactly and Quantum Break. Quantum Break could... really was kind of smaller scale. It like yeah. it was. I like it when you know they do they do really interesting things with their games, and I don't really want them necessarily going the true like triple A action. Yeah, route. I like agreed. I like how they do interesting things, and I don't. I hope they keep that up somehow, but it doesn't yeah. really seem like it. Again, it's like Quant- Quantic Dream, right? It's like these like weird contained stories that are really cinematic, and they. I mean, obviously, it's more gameplay based, but I'm just imagining like something that's meant to be more of like this interesting story game that has like beautiful. You know, they hire these voice actors, and then yeah. imagine they made like a Detroit Beyond Human uh, MOBA or something. It'd be the fucking weirdest thing ever. It'd be so shit. <laughs> it's like that. It's terrible. Like, why are they doing this? I don't know. Crazy stuff. Also, Matt, you have a quick note. I do have a quick uh, note. Here. Yeah. You want me to go ahead and, and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right. So there are some. I know nothing about this. I couldn't. I, I didn't want to get spoiled, so I didn't. I, didn't look. I got you. Okay. There's some potential Call of Duty leaks out there right now regarding the the next game, which is supposed to be called Vanguard. Uh, so look them up if you're interested. We'll report on it when a little more concrete information and the information is a little more organized. It's kind of all over the place right now. Sledgehammer Games, who is developing this game, actually acknowledged the leaks today. <laughs> So that was kind of funny. They put it. They put it. Oh, uh, tweeted out a funny gif about it. The one thing we will say is that it looks like a November fifth release. Uh, that that's looking like the likely release date. And I think now that that's been leaked, I think we'll we'll also potentially get the Halo Infinite release date pretty soon here because I think they were probably waiting on Call of Duty. That's wild to see not a lot of stuff about this new Call of Duty game uh, when we're so close to yeah, a I, I, potential release. I think this was supposed to be revealed a couple months ago, like during the summer yeah. when all that stuff was going on, but it wasn't quite ready. Well, so, Activision has stuff going on too now. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe they're kind of like, maybe they were like, oh, we'll do it this month. And then maybe they're like, you know what, we're going to wait till the fall and see if things shake out a little bit here and we can kind of let some of this blow over for them not not that i'm saying it should but i'm just saying that's probably the the corporate idea there apparently this is why the playstation event has been delayed is because it was this is where call of duty is going to be shown off and they were playstation was waiting for call of duty to be ready to show everything that makes sense so yeah so we'll see cool. we'll see, cool soon. see hol- holiday stuff see uh, our big shooters coming out so yeah it's pretty exciting that is going to be it for today's GG replay. As we wind up, though, do or wind down rather, oh. not wind up. We wound up earlier. Uh, I'm wound up with all the coffee. <laughs> we do, I am wound up from the Red Bull. <laughs> if you or uh, my morning Coca Cola. Uh, if you like what you're hearing and everything you're seeing, we have a whole website: www.gamegrooves or goodnightgrooves.com. Game Groups is a different thing. We also have a podcast called Game Groups, which is our all-encompassing gaming podcast. comes out on Sundays. But if you check out our Patreon and join the $3 tier, uh, then you can get early access to Game Groups, and you could be listening to it right now after this uh, on Fridays, which is pretty cool. So we also have a $1, $5 tier and a Patreon. Totally worth checking out. We appreciate anything. Even if you guys just want to listen, watch, uh, leave us comments or send us emails. You know, that's super amazing. We love that. But also, if you're feeling super generous and you want to support us and see if we can make more content and make see how great we can make it, the Patreon is there, and we, we love having it open. Uh, in addition, if you're listening to this on your podcast provider or just on YouTube, make sure to thumbs up. Give it a five-star. Uh, you know, slap the llama. I don't know what kind of oh. things you can do to, like, you know, say I love this, but uh, give it a go. Because uh, anything and everything helps, and we really, really appreciate everyone out there who made it to this part of the podcast where we shall see you 
Uh, don't don't yeah. go slapping your llamas, okay? Don't go no. slapping. No, it was thinking of that old Winamp thing. Do you remember Winamp? No. Do you ever use Winamp? It was like that. Uh, it was like a music. Uh, it was like oh a, yeah, the media player. Okay, yeah, the yeah, media yeah, player, yeah, yeah. and uh, they had like a built-in sound that was always on it, and it was like this announcer guy goes like, "Winamp, it really whips the llama's ass." What? I do not <laughs> yeah. remember that. That's so and weird. Every time it comes up on Reddit, people always like quote that when everyone goes, "You remember Winamp?" Uh, strange. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, well, you might remember it uh, because that was how we used to listen to Shoutcast and listen to all our, our World of Warcraft radio stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good time. Anyway, that is going to be it for GG Replay today for Friday, August 13th, 2021. We're going to go off, have a lovely weekend. I'm going to go play some Hades and uh, find my new weird uh, Greek mythology waifus. Matt, do you have any plans for the weekend? Um, my only plan for the weekend is to uh, try to erase Blue Box Game Studios from my memory. <laughs> put them in the blue box because they're getting recycled. Wait, no, we don't want that. Get, don't put them in the blue box. Yeah, we don't want the them recycled. <laughs> All right. That is going to be it, everyone. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll see you again on Monday. And don't forget, forget on Sunday to listen to Game Grooves. Good night, Grooves. <laughs>